You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Episode 14, and yes, we are powered by Squad Locker. So if you're a uh, youth sports organization, a school, mm-hmm. or a business, reach yeah. out to us. We will take care of everything you need as far as team uniforms, spirit wear. Ooh. What else do we need? We Those need are, a, you know, player packs. You nailed it, Dan. Those are our three verticals that we sell to primarily, and we do really well on all of them. And we ship direct we, to home direct with no minimums. Let us, let us do the dirty work, and we will ship it directly to that player's home. So we take you out of the middle, and we do all the grunt work. Wow, your community. Hey. You know, we about, have, life is about convenience, right? That's right. And that's we right. make things more convenient uh, for a lot of teams across the uh, the uh, country mm-hmm. and maybe to Canada. Are we yep, international? A little bit in Canada, too. Absolutely. Go. I've got the whoop band on. Is it working out for you? Yeah, it's it's registering now. So it's making me super conscious of my sleep, which is something I've never been. I've always I've always mentioned this to you. Does, and that, Max does that backfire, though? I. I think it's putting me to bed earlier, which yeah. I but do you lie awake? Asleep. Do you lie awake there, sitting there like, ooh, no? I'm 15 minutes late right now. I haven't fallen asleep. No. I, I I think I'm going to sleep till seven or six thirty or whatever. My brain now is, I should be. I should be. A, I should be asleep right now. My brain fires on all cylinders for a long time during the course of the day, and it's really cooking usually from <laughs> 8 p.m. And you're humble. Midnight. And you're humble. Oh yeah, very humble about <laughs> it, but. I think that if you ask the, you know, we get a lot of people in the office again. We're starting to pick back up in here, Max. Safely. It's great. Safely. Safely in. Socially distanced. Distanced. Um, they would say, hey, Tip sends a lot of emails like late, slacks, late. Like that's when I kind of do my best work. I'm starting to see a little bit of benefit of grabbing a little bit more sleep. Um, but I will tell you, I feel more lethargic in the morning when I wake up. Almost like I'm like, I slept too much. So yeah. I, I'm going to need to regulate this thing. I think it might be uh, somewhere in between seven and a half and eight hours for me. Well, the, the one band should, right. should tell you based on it's, what you do during the day. It's telling me a little bit more right now, but my strain has been super high because of the Peloton well, challenge. Yeah. Things, you know, we'll cover. If you guys see our shirts on here, you know, we're, we're part tw- of the we're, Century Club. We're, t- we're twins today. Yeah. It's same hat, <laughs> same shirt. It, it probably doesn't look very good on camera. Let's just be honest. It's our uniform. Yeah, we're used to wearing uniforms, so like, this is our uniform. One of the reasons that we wore this today mm-hmm. was because we did finish up the February Miles Challenge. Let's cover that now. You want to do that now? Let's cover it. All right, so yep. I thought because of your late-night mental capacity and you firing on all cylinders, <laughs> that would be a time for you to make up some miles. Well, it's tough to do both. Like, I, you know, can, you know, run the sales organization you know and you can run you can run you can run that you can while run the, i'm on the bike you can you run know? that between eight and four or eight and five <laughs> yeah, like normal normal people and then got it. instead of sending out all these emails at 11 o'clock when mm-hmm. you know you theoretically should have been on the bike at that time Wait, sometimes you can't get to them all but you i i will say this we both wrote a letter while well, our people did it wasn't me that wrote mine but uh our people wrote a letter <laughs> who wrote it's yours on a, max it's on our instagram <laughs> Max, did you write I'm, that? I'm a better writer than that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, our pe- my people did. And well, your then girls did? You wrote a letter, Dan, that I couldn't believe you penned. It was, there was a lot of, I know what Dan did though, Max. It was a lot of type of word 
right click on the word. So cinnamon. you can synonym. <laughs> yeah, synonym. synonym. And then just plug in all all uh, a little bit more elegant words. There was a word that you said that I was like, what is he talking about? He hasn't used that word ever. Libelous? Yes. <laughs> that was it. I knew it. That was I, it. Hey, yeah. I knew what it was. Slander is a verbal assault, <laughs> basically, on someone. Yep. Libel is when you put it in pen. Got it. Got it. I did have to look up libelous statement. Is that something? Though? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did look up a few okay, words. I, I, I figured you did. And in all truth... I came up with the mm-hmm. general feel of it. Mm-hmm. My wife is a wonderful writer and yeah. very good editor. So she sort of edited things a little yeah. bit for me to make sure it sounded okay. There were people that thought um, that that was a tr- all seriousness letter. <laughs> And they actually messaged me like, is there a riff? Like, is there a real riff? I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's a real riff. Like, it's content, oh, content my, machine. Yeah. That's what we do. Number of people, my wife included, is like, should you be sending this <laughs> right now? Or, or you should have yeah. sent it with, uh, oh, the laughing emojis or yeah, something no, like that. No, I, I was just like, 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 if you wonder, like, my wife probably has not been in the locker room scene like we to, have to know the tonality, the tonality and what's exactly. acceptable, right? Exactly, so this, yeah. this was an acceptable, very thing acceptable where you could really go after somebody yeah. and it's, it's free too, because they're not going to take it personal. Mm-hmm. I didn't take your or your people's mm-hmm. remarks personal, That's right. although there was some, there was some things in there that, you know, they hurt. really, they're good. Jabs. were untrue. Well, you're right. You're right. So you did a lot of rides tons of rides tons of miles just like, because what was the bet that was that was the bet and so who made it was the, bet? the most amount of miles i made the bet what i said i said this to somebody today it might have been on camera because we just did do the polar plunge this morning so we'll talk about that in oh, a second yeah, we're gonna get to that but i can't remember if i said or not but i said i underestimated you thank you that, so you know what that means i underestimated you, know? you because I, you I thought you were a worthy competitor Thank you. So we I thought you were going to die on the bike. I do I do want to understand though how like how high up were we ranked in the overall monthly challenge for Peloton? I've, been tr- I've actually been trying to google this and I can't find it anywhere. Okay, I, I don't know if they publish it, but if anybody from Peloton if 1124 yeah. or 25 miles is that good or in is a month, 900 and yeah, 25 plus miles is that good? good? <laughs> I would like to know. I mean, if you look at other people who I know ride consistently you know, like, and maybe not like huge multiple rides a day, right? But they ride consistently. They're usually up around 200 something miles, 300 something miles. Well, we, you know, I tripled it, Dan quadrupled it. <laughs> so it's you know, going to be interesting. I, I, I am very glad it's over. I am too. Uh, and it was over this morning. And the bet was. The bet was done this morning. I tell you, I'm going to ride the bike when I get home tonight. Like, I'm. I oh, am, oh, okay. All right. So let's do that again. I did the 10 you, minute lower right, yeah, yeah. last you, night. You, just you, keep my you made. Alive. Yeah. Remarks about my low impact rides yeah. going for miles. Yep. Max, what was the first ride he did last night at ten twenty seven? And the only ride from that, mind you. Uh, I'm not sure I'm gonna go a with ten, the uh, a ten, low impact. A ten minute low yeah. impact. I Correct. Just, I needed to get a little blood going in the legs. No, you just wanted to keep your streak alive. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing. Let's not lie. <laughs> Let's not lie. No, here. but uh, you could do you just I wanted done your a meditation. Day streak I could have done a meditation. You could have. But I wanted to make sure I stayed on the bike, you know, stay going. Tonight I will do a... We've got an awesome guest coming uh, on the show, and who is a hardcore Tour de France cyclist, pro he's, cyclist, he's a peloton professional. professional, like beyond Dan and I. Um, we'll obviously, yes, no. <laughs> so, I'm going to do probably one of his rides tonight, Christian Vandeveld, or 
something. I'm going to do a good 30 or 45 minute ride. You're going to pick, you're going to pick his brain so you can use it. Oh, I, I can't wait to ask him questions today, but we, last night, <laughs> yesterday was 50, 54 degrees out in Rhode Island, 53 degrees out in Rhode Island. I think it was the high tomorrow is like 50. <laughs> something happened today where there was a polar vortex that just blew in in the middle of the night with 50 mile an hour winds and just sat on top of the state until I think about right now. Yeah, and we're recording. It's like three o'clock. It looks like it's beautiful out and warming, and oh, there's no wind. wind. No, no, no. It's still windy. Still a little bit of wind. Oh, yeah, okay, there's a little windy. bit of wind out there. But I, somebody, I, I said this, and I was looking at a negative aspect initially. Somebody upstairs, they weren't saying, "Hey, I'm going to rub this in on tip." It was more somebody up there said, "I'm going to challenge this guy." <laughs> Let's see what he can take. We're, go, we're going and back to the humble tip yeah. right now, too. No, and, <laughs> and let's see if what he does, you know, prov- you know, provokes like a response out of people. Like, you know, I can do it too, maybe. Right? No, no one should do what we just did, though. <laughs> it was zero degrees with the wind chill factor, maybe yeah. even lower. It was a 40-mile-an-hour wind. It was 19 degrees out, and the, and the water temperature was 37 degrees. Yep. I panicked most of the evening. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine your mindset last night because yep. you texted me, and we were actually down there for my daughter's birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And when we went in, like you said, it was it was nice and calm. And yep. then you texted me during the dinner. It's like, what's it like out there? Is it yep. wh- is the wind whipping wh- whipping down there right now? Yeah, this was probably six o'clock right? for an hour. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We got in there at four fifteen, maybe an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes later, we left. It was freezing and the wind was whipping it was no longer nice and Mm -hmm. what we what you heard all night last night with the 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 storm and the vortex coming through and the wind yeah i can't even imagine what your mental state was like i could barely sleep not not because of this because the wind was whipping so hard the whole house was moving not to mention my kid's trampoline got bent in half and thrown down the street it was so windy (laughs) max i've never seen something like it so i gotta fix the trampoline when i get home now but that it was it was so cold this morning. I've been talking about like jumping in the car when I get to the office or go home and kind of giving that like, and then being like, oh man, it's going to be really cold if I have to like jump in the water. Well, take that and drop it 50 more degrees because we got to the beach today. First of all, we went to your, you have a place down in Narragansett. We go to dance, dance house. And I literally 40 minutes before started to get the feeling of like I was going to pitch in a game that I wasn't prepared for. And you haven't felt that in a while. I haven't felt that in a while, and I know exactly what that feeling is. And it's that feeling when your stomach kind of drops down into your gut, and you're like, I probably got to go to the bathroom before we get out there. <laughs> so, so I was so nervous about that part that I was like, okay, fine. We're going to do that. We take care of it. Pre-game, pre-game dump, we call it in the day, <laughs> yeah, right? In the, yeah. in the day, right? Yeah. Get loose, ready to go. You don't need, you don't need anything else messing with your mental. I, I will makeup. tell you what happened. It put me in game mode. Because the second that happened, did you notice my demeanor changed? No, no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> you, well, were, did. you were pacing through the house nonstop. Until that happened. Oh, and no, then, no. You came out and you still paced for a I little bit pace. more. And then you're okay. like, all right, let's go. But that pace was with conviction. The pace before that was with, I was worried. <laughs> the pace after that, I was like, let's go do this. I'm ready to go. Mind over matter. We got a great camera crew down there. Also the producers of the podcast. So, so you know, Wendy, they a, couldn't a use the crew. drones. Couldn't put the drone up in the air. Max is going to try to get some some B-roll, I think, for the drone. Right, Max? So we'll get 
we'll get some images into this uh, into the mix here, so you guys can get a little feel for it on the YouTube, and uh, and you know you can hear it on the on the um, on the uh, podcast. What's what's going through your mind right now? It's I've never actually experienced even this amount of cold, maybe, but I'm main tough. This is nothing. I, we've been out here. For, we've been out here for six minutes. Your I face thought, is red. My <laughs> hand. I've had the gloves off for a little bit. My hands are frozen. Hey, I bet to bet. I'm going in. I'm just gonna jump in, jump out. But we will be posting a video probably next week too. Oh yeah. Is that right, Max? Yep. Yeah. So we'll have a kind of a teaser, almost like a music video, that'll be out um, to show the whole experience. It is live though. We did shoot it live on Instagram, so you can find it at Past Our Prime Show. Um, I wore a bright fluorescent yellow bathing suit, regular size bathing suit, not a speedo. No, it was, regular bathing suit. And it was bright. Short though. It was definitely Short. bright. Um, it was under a few layers, though. I was in a lot of layers for a while, and then I tell you though, what happened, Dan? When it was time to go, <laughs> I said, "No, when I'm when it's time to go, I'm going. There's no stopping. I am attacking this pond. It's not a pond. <laughs> it's a giant ocean. <laughs> but the I will tell you when I first jumped in, I stripped off all the clothes, went straight for the took the took the water not took the beach took the water went after the water hard i had to jump over a little layer of ice <laughs> like, there was ice forming on the beach that i had to get over so that that way i could jump into the active ocean with waves you know but it was still there not was ice you slush. almost got blown over by the gusts oh the wind was whipping so the, you'll see that on the uh on the video the but sea, how did you feel the, then? S- the sea was angry that uh, that day that's what you said that 10 uh, times and every time Seinfeld, it made a lot of sense it, when we pulled up and I opened the door. The car door almost actually blew off. Your car <laughs> almost exploded if, off the if, vehicle. If, if there was another car next to me. Oh, dead. And it, we were close yep. enough, there would have been a dent three feet into, <laughs> it I'm glad I'm not alone. into <laughs> the passenger side of that door. It would have been a crease. You would have creased the vehicle. It, would, yeah. it, would, it, it almost blew off. We go to the, the side, the wall. Mm-hmm. The sand is whipping out to the ocean. I'm I'm thinking Straight I'm actually up. I'm actually thinking you might get swept away in this. I, the the and it was, it was high tide, but it was it was pulling out to low tide, so the water's moving out. I'm like, if I go in and it like shocks me, they're gonna have to get me quick because this water is <laughs> taking me out. The to waves sea. are crashing, and as they're crashing, yeah. it looks like actually icicles are bouncing yes. off the top because they were. It was yeah. It was not a not a good scene. I said the feeling I, I that was I felt. so happy this morning. Oh. Yet so cold. I was cold. I took my gloves off for five minutes max. Oh. Five minutes? Yeah. My hands were th- frozen. It was... I can't even imagine. <laughs> the, the, the two... The, How the, did it feel? Well, this is what I learned about myself. Um, I put mind over matter, which was huge. I also learned that you can't miss on frostbite or anything like that, right? Like, so my toes were stuck after I got out of that water and, like, walked up to Dan's car for, like, five minutes, ten minutes. I'm like, okay, like, this is a real thing. Like, we got to get some blood in the old feet. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I wasn't planning on taking a shower down there. I was planning on, like, you know, throwing my sweats back on, going home, taking a shower, and then coming into work. And I was like, Dan, is your hot water on at your house? <laughs> because you got to turn it on now. we got to get in here and get this blood rush. And that part was important. The other thing I did, like, when I jumped in, because I went all the way under. You did. Went all the way you under. You fulfilled the bet. Yep. To it wasn't like a dance in the water thing. It was like I jumped in. It was and like dove Hassel, in. it was like Hasselhoff. Yeah, going in the safe. <laughs> Running somebody. out was hilarious because the wind was hitting me fifty miles an hour, and it was like 
it felt like I had to run 500 yards just to get out of 25 yards of water because it was blowing me back in. But when I jumped actually in, I, I just told this to to Gary, our CEO, who was actually worried about me last night. He's like, you know, That's what nice. do we we need to pay attention to this? He, the water hit me like it stung me, like it it was like a I got stung, my whole body got stung by like a stingray. So it was so cold that like hit all my pores. Like right, I I haven't been that cold before. That's the way that I'm looking at. Like I've never, I don't know if I've ever been that cold before. I don't. I mean, you've been in a bunch of cold tubs, right? It, do, do cold tubs get that cold? Yeah, I don't know. I think that you're in an element that's 70 degrees. So, like, then you're in the cold but you're tub. Also, well, you're also not bringing your heart down into it, too, right? You're just sitting right. there with your legs. Right. You're sitting you on, handle. like, most of the time legs and your arms are up on those things. And I've done tons of contrast. I love like, contrast. Tons of contrast. Contrast isn't bad. Cold tub, hot tub. Cold tub, yeah. hot tub. Best thing for your for your blood flow ever, yeah. by the way, if you haven't but tried the, that You get before. so hot, you get into the cold, and it takes a minute for right. the cold to sink in, so it's sort yeah. of gradual. And, and you kind of work. I actually watched a video last night. You're going to die. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to tell you this, but I watched some videos about how to not feel the cold when you're jumping into cold water. Like I watched them. I studied last night, and it usually takes, they say it, it doesn't just take a day to figure it out, but you can build a skill over 15 days. Like, so people that take cold tubs, like, yeah. if you jump in the cold tub for 15 straight days, by day 15, you're getting in there and, like, your body calms down in, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. As opposed to when you're in there the first day, it takes, like, 30 seconds. Like, you're, like, out of breath. You're you're in panic mode. Your body is fighting it off. Right. I didn't have that much time. So I needed to get ready immediately. So instead, I started watching some TikTok videos of the guy from Russia. <laughs> oh, you, sent, you sent those. Those were, those were fun. Where he just jumps in to, like, freezing ice cold conditions and like you know eats ice cream cones and he says like welcome to russia he doesn't jump in he like takes a uh, chainsaw and like <laughs> cuts a hole it's like a foot foot thick ice and he cuts a, yeah. like a square out and then jumps in. yeah he's crazy so i watched a little bit of that just to make sure that and the, the funny part is is at the bottom of the videos it says don't replicate this this could cause health injury uh, it has like health implications or whatever so I'm like, okay, maybe something could happen tomorrow. Then Max scared me <laughs> 10 minutes before I jumped in. He goes, we should probably actually put a contingency plan in place just in case we need, you know, good, everything. Good thinking. Yeah, good plan. Just trying to look out for him. Okay. What's, like, what the contingency plan is 911. That's yeah, the plan. That was the plan, but it was also like maybe if Dan does see me sweeping out to sea, maybe he <laughs> would come maybe save me, you know? So I felt like I had – these guys had my back. You had, and, you had and, bright enough uh, trunks on. We weren't going to lose you. That's why I wore those, so that that way we could see my body <laughs> for a distance. Now, now you can burn them. Yeah, those are. Well, no, I rather I use those on the bike. Those are my bike shorts. I love the so. nine a.m. text. Everybody, keep your composure. Yes, I sent that. <laughs> Everybody, keep your composure. We need to stay calm. That was after I went to the bathroom. So <laughs> after that, we felt good to go. So hey, you know what? Bet's a bet. Paid, <clears throat> paid in Bet's full. Been paid in and full. I look forward to the next challenge. I don't know what it's going to be. It might no, be we bow and arrows. Something. We got to figure something. It we'll might figure be something. the. It might be the archery range. We got an archery range next to us here at Squad Locker, and it might could be have something to do with that. Um, we'll I think figure it should it be out. something working out too, though, because you and I, you know, a lot of people said this too. Look, people were working out. People were liking to watch the. They liked watching the Peloton challenge. They liked watching us ride miles and like. Get after it, and it's a perfect time of year because beach season's coming up. Yep, you and I shredded off some weight. Well, you know, I mean, and it's a weird weight too because I didn't lose a ton of pounds, but 
I lost a lot of like that excess kind of crap up here. And like my legs are bigger and stronger. And I think that you're the same. I, I agree. I agree. I'm going to say it in a more like, humble way though. No. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but no, I, I took a video of you golfing no, the other I, day I, and I, I was agree. like, whoa, wait a minute. And you said, wow, I look great in that video. I w- I, <laughs> end of January, I would say I was not at my ideal weight. Right. Yes. So I would agree with, I, I actually, sent a I picture mean, to you actually, from I mean, a podcast. What, what do they say? 21 days, 18 days, 23 days is something to either start a habit or break a habit. Is that it? I think yeah. it's some, some, it could something be there. around yeah. there. So I think doing a challenge or whatever, if you want to get back out and, you know, shed some weight or, yeah. you know, work out some more, start a challenge with somebody. Cause it's, I like, I, it's Honestly, a great idea. Now I'm looking forward to like going back to the bike and actually just mm-hmm. enjoying it and not worrying Putting about a the good miles. Sweat in, right? And like Or even now lifting up a weight, because I didn't lift up a weight. I was so concerned about getting miles. So Well, I did a lot of arms the last few days just to try to pump them up for the Because uh, you knew event. you were going in. Yeah. I appreciate but that. You're right, Dan. There is this competitive aspect of like athletes and, and there's a lot of different athletes that are out there that you want to go do stuff like this, whether it's a weight loss challenge or just a miles thing or whatever. Like, I can't wait to do another one with you. No, Cause it's a battle. And it's like, when you get a couple of determined people, it's for real. Yeah. Like, you know, we rode 2000 plus miles on the bike. We rode to like Texas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right around there. Definitely Florida. Right. Yeah. Like we rode a Florida long and way. Back, probably Florida, Florida and back. back. Yeah, absolutely. Right, like so, you know, go for us. Hey, another it, challenge coming up. Hey, Athletes are, you know, they, they got that thing mm-hmm. mentally to switch or, you know. You maybe, have another maybe, gear. Maybe wired differently or something yep. like that. But when you're done playing that sport, you that need goes the away. So that's a good outlet. You need the outlets. And that's why I, we said that, I think, in one of the first couple episodes is like, we like to play golf. You like to find the things that, like, keep the and it's gas also, on. It's, it doesn't, it's stupid, stupid shit, too. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. this is stupid. Yeah. Like, we, but it I was mean, fun. I wouldn't mind having, like, a hot dog eating contest oh. with you. Can we do that instead? We, that's the complete opposite of what we just did, but we can. <laughs> I know. I think we should. I, one of my biggest fears is choking. I think, oh, you know, that's, well, you know what? Field the dreams, girl falls off the bleachers oh, with yes. the hot dog oh, choking. When, when, um, uh, what I'm do a, they say? That it's been rolled over like a uh, army full of bulldozers or whatever. The guy, James Earl Jones, does the speech in front of the stands after. Yes. That's a great part of the movie. I love that part. It's a great movie in general. It's a good movie. Um, Dyersville, Iowa. Field the dreams. Yes. So. One, uh, big news! Big news happened while we were on last week's podcast. The Tiger Woods news came out, which was like crazy for the golf world. I mean, you got everybody wearing red and black this weekend. Nope. So that was a huge thing. That if we caught that real time, we would have talked about it last week. But it feels like it's been a long time now. I think that's a fail from the producer. Could have been. He couldn't notify us. Let, the, te- let the team down. I'll follow yeah. the source. Just that. maybe, maybe stay on Twitter right. and get updates throughout the show. Like, hey, breaking news. And then breaking we'll, news. We got and a then big we'll, thing. And, and, then, we'll and then when we release it two days later, it'll yeah, still be breaking news. Exactly. So I think, first of all, that accident, like, so glad he's alive because I've always been a Tiger guy. Like, that's a big thing. Human element first. Yep. Right? I Is he going to – it's like, is it too early to talk about this yet? It might not. I don't think it is. I think he might actually come back and play golf again. I, just to be like, I mean, can you imagine one more thing? This guy has just been, I mean, he's done a lot of it to himself. <laughs> Most of it self-imposed. Right? Most of itself, But at the same time, like what a series of events in this person's life o- overall. Like the whole thing. We watched it. Did you finish the series? I you know. didn't finish it? I will. 
Unbelievable! He didn't finish his homework. Only thing I asked him to do, <laughs> I just jumped in a freezing I, cold I, ocean. I didn't see it on the task list. Yeah. Unbelievable! It's in your Salesforce uh, yeah. <laughs> Salesforce task list. I, I misplaced my ID. So, so they so. I think he might come back from this. I would, and, I, and I'm not caring if he does or not because I think it's more like, yeah, he's alive. He's a he's an icon. You know, there's all that. That's a big part of it. I, I think he might just try to do it because he's that type of person where he's like, I'm going to try to do it. He, we just talked about athletes and having different chips. He's he's got a he's he's wired differently. Totally and wired. He differently. has another gear. He's rebuilt his swing like three or four times. Yeah. Oh, he's coming back from monster in- injuries. Also, accepts the challenges and wants to conquer. So I I absolutely think he will come back and try and play. Mm. Uh, I hope it's sooner than later. But then, you know, this is – Tiger is one of those guys, too. He's very polarizing from what he did in the past. Yes. But it shows how forgiving people are. Yes. If you just come out and say, hey, I was wrong, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, people are going to forgive you over time. And And he – you know, his – the fans that follow him, his popularity, maybe it wasn't so great at one time because of that. But he has completely changed oh, his ramped life up huge the last five life years. Life around and yeah. to come back and win the Masters two years oh, ago. Wild. It was, you know, just a great story of a guy turning turning yeah. his life around. So I wouldn't even probably talk about this if he did. He's put out statements now, you know, saying, hey, it was really, like, nice to see everybody wearing the black and red. And he's going to, like, you know, he's – not necessarily rehabbing yet, right? But, there, you know, he's working through his injuries and everything. So we can talk about it now. People there was a while that it was life or death. Yeah. Well, and, like, it's like you're not caring about it. Does a guy come back and play golf from that? When they it's weren't more, releasing the news. Right. Was like, yeah, absolutely. Now, like, he's putting – he, you know, he put out a press release. Twi- you know, he tweeted something. So we're in a position now that's like, okay, now he's, he's going to live. He's going to take this as a challenge. So – and I think that's exactly – that's his challenge. Yeah, up. absolutely. So I mean, he's going to go after it. He's going to go after it, and, you know, just as the accident, I'm glad there was nothing else involved. Yes. You know what I mean? Nothing's Accident, come accidents out. happen. You know, hopefully, accident. knock on wood, yep. it doesn't, but yep. uh, he's okay, and, yeah, I agree. I think he comes back with a vengeance and, you know, tries to get back out there. I got my front runner for the Masters now, though. Kepka. Oh, baby, he's back. He, he looks <laughs> good out there. He keeps getting his rub, the rub down, so. It's okay. It's okay. That's downs. fine. He's still he's in the mix every week right now. He's I know, looking I know, tan. He's I know, looking strong. I know who's finishing second. Oh, oh Finau, for sure. <laughs> Talk about that. He right? He's made $25 hey, million finishing second. A guy, like, uh, yeah. the money's <laughs> phenomenal. That's, I mean, hey, he's still flying there on yep. private jets. I yep. get that whole part, but as a competitor, you want to win, right? Got to get that W on that. As I, mean, I, he's, as, so he's as I was competing with you on the Peloton Miles yeah. Challenge, I wanted to win. I well, won. I came in second. You came in second. I'm you're Tony Finau. <laughs> the Tony Finau of Peloton right now. He's He's got to win because he's good and he's a nice guy, likable guy too, and it's just like you want him to win. That's what I'm noticing. It's like Dan Marino. Yeah. Yes, very much like, like that. Those guys haven't won the big one. He hasn't He hasn't won the big one yep. yet. Very he hasn't won like anything. Christian Vandeveld. You got a million questions. I I literally have two pages of questions well, that I wrote down. I got that. He I, is, I'm not going to get to all these probably, but I mean, you can't have a better person really come on about like cycling, and this has been what we've been talking about for a month. <laughs> so it's been, it's so, been a slow sports I, month, I, and I don't even understand how you have a friendship with this guy because you rode in a best buddy something. We right? both best buddies. we both participated or or uh, ambassadors or involved in best buddies. Got it. Which and is so a he's tremendous in organization for intellectually disabled uh, people. Got it. 
and he has a road. They do a bike race in throughout the country. Hundred miles. They do. I mean, you can do a five k run. Yep. You can do a five k walk. You can do a ten mile ride. Yep. You can do a twenty five. You can do a fifty, and you can do a hundred, which is um, from the JFK Library mm-hmm. in Boston to mm-hmm. Hyannis. What one did you do? I've done the fi- I did the fifty first, yep. which you start in Carver and then go to Hyannis. Then I did the hundred, mm-hmm. and then I did the fifty again. And let me tell you, that is some hardship. Right yeah, there. I, that's what I've got it some is, questions for him about is, this. It is hard. So he's been in the Tour de France. He, he does the high, the pro cyclist peloton instructor rides, which I've done one. I'm going to do most of them coming up. I mean, he's, double he's sesh, back to double. We sessions. have a lot of questions to ask him, which is going to be great. He's coming on here in just a bit. Good guy, um, and he's pretty. I, I think yeah. he's racing trucks now. Yeah, and he was he's so an crazy. analyst, NBC analyst for yep. covers for racing. For so we have a lot of things to talk about, including like, are we going to start riding bikes on the road? Yep. You already do a little bit, so am I going to jump? Am I going to? One of my questions is, what bike setup should I get? <laughs> so this might be a seven thousand dollar episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they can get expensive, yeah, no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. So let's um, let's go to the interview, and uh, I think so we it's don't have be to introduce him. We're just going we're just going to go right to him. We'll go right this, to is well, this we'll the introduction. A, we'll give him a, you'll give him a tiny little intro when All he right. comes on, gotcha. and then we'll it's going to be a good time. So Peloton challenge is over. Here's uh Christian Vanneveld. Mm-hmm. All right, we get, we have Christian Vanneveld on here, a friend of mine. Former pro cyclist, NBC and analyst right now for uh, covering the Tour de France mm-hmm. and the other races, and Peloton instructor. Mm. Current current Peloton instructor still Christian, right? Yeah, I've been kind of on hiatus. It's, it's COVID. Everything's messed up, yeah. right? But you're yeah. still there. Your 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 classes are still up there. Mm-hmm. I'll get to this other thing real quick. But a good coach that I once had, Bill Belichick, you might have heard of him. Maybe always always told us. Throughout the season, if somebody asks you to do something, you don't have to say yes. So when this meathead over here decides to go on cameo, oh yeah, and sort of sells I even forgot a about friend this. out, and then you <laughs> go and sell another friend out, and and sort of you didn't have to say yes, Christian. Well, it's part of his ratings for cameo. I, honestly, I think you should give him a refund. No, I actually think. You are undervaluing yourself because you're one of the few Peloton people on there. I think you could go up. I, I think you can add, you know, probably a hundred bucks on top of what you're charging right now. I mean, I mean that was a good uh, cameo. If you, if you would offer me a little bit more money, I would have said no. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I texted you beforehand. I was like, hey, just a heads up. Guy named Tip might be reaching out to you. Okay. The next thing you know, four hours later, I think it was, there was a cameo of you busting my balls. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you were quick. Your response was quick, too. This is a big plug for you for cameo. That's a good hey, review. Great, great cameo <laughs> a person. satisfied customer yeah, right now. Yeah, satisfied customer. Hey, Five star. Chris, I saw, are you racing trucks now? Oh, man, I... I got myself into some deep shit last week and, and I ended up racing a dirt track race with all the legends of motocross who have, you know, everything from NASCAR to trophy truck experience. And I was way over my head. And, uh, so it was yeah, a so one-time thing. It was a one-time thing. It was, it was absolute blast. I got to meet a lot of good people, but you know, my anxiety level has been like, like worse than ever. put it this way. Like jumping when into I, a cold Atlantic gone, ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was done, I had the same sense of relief and accomplishment as like after finishing the Tour de France. I was like, I was ready wow. to just party. It was, a, yeah, it was, it was, it was great though. Really, I, I'm so. It's like one of those, 
those things where you, you like kind of like the Belichick thing. You could, I could have said no. You could have said no. At the same time, you know, this is like a, a chance of a lifetime and get to meet and hang out with all these guys. Even though I made a fool out of myself, it was, it was great to do. So did you practice? No, that was the worst part. And then during <laughs> the practice that we had, my car broke and then I had a new car oh, and I had eight, 10 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was rough. So um, you, so you're kind of like an adrenaline well, adre- 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 junkie are you, or speed freak. Are you like a speed junkie? Is it like a speed thing? You need to go fast? Like Ricky, you know, uh, Ricky what's it going No, I feel the need Ricky for Bobby. speed. Oh, yeah, okay, Top Gun. Let's yeah. go Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, Ricky, Bobby, Top Gun, yeah. Tom Cruise, all the same. But like, uh, I, I think it's more like you always want what you can't have. And like growing up, my dad never let me have anything with anything with gasoline. And so that I always was attracted to that. And, and I love that world. I love watching the NASCAR guys. I made mm-hmm. a bunch of friends there. And the same thing goes with motocross. I've always been a fan. So, I mean, all these guys come into my hodunk town in South Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. I got it. I like that. I'd say yes, too. Absolutely. Um, you've got some bikes on the wall back there. Yeah. Um, Any Should I ride? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk this about This interview is about me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, I need a bike set up. Like, or, I mean, if I feel like this is, this is getting pretty addicting. Maybe I just want to be indoors all the time on the bike, but maybe I want to go ride on the road. What do I need for a bike setup? You feel like the guy to ask. Yeah. I I mean, I think he's the right guy. There's so many bikes these days. I mean, everything from like a gravel bike with bigger tires, like in between Mm -hmm. a road bike and a mountain bike to mountain bike. And it's all what you have around your area. And if you're actually going to use it, you know, if Dan lives in a, a crappy area, He's never going to go on a road. And his wife's not going to let him. He's going to get run down by a car. But if you live in, right. I don't know, actually living back in Iowa, for example, that is awesome for gravel rides. You just go out on the flat the road field. too. I love it. Well, it's I've, awesome. I've yeah. got a Cannondale mountain bike. I have a mountain bike, but I'm talking road bike. I'm ready to get on the road. Oh yeah. You're, you're done with the mountain bike. You just want to cycle now. The mountain bike, I, I, that thing hasn't hit the trail in a few years, but you know, well, probably 10 years, but it's, it's still there. The shock's probably locked up on it. How well can you, how well can you train inside? Like on a Peloton, I mean, any, mm. I mean, any, any spin bike or whatever, like spin bike, Peloton, um, they got those things where you can look at a monitor and actually hook your own bike up to it. Right. How well yeah. can you train for a race? Cause actually I did train for a hundred mile race basically for spinning purposes only. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was hell, but can you do that? Yeah, I, you can. I mean, it's, it's a lot of your mental fortitude of being in the same place and, you know, sweating and trying to stay, stay cool all the day, all day long. Um, but yeah, you can, I mean, with the technology that they have these days, every, everywhere from Peloton to Zwift, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's incredible, man. I mean, the things that, you know, all those things that you wish you had when you were a kid, when, you know, I was in Chicago and training all through the wintertime, I mean, yeah. I would have died to have these kind of things. So yeah, you, you truly can. And the amount of hours you know, during the COVID lockdown in Europe, these guys weren't even allowed to leave their houses, even if they're professional cyclists. So these guys were put in like 30, 35 hours a week cool. in their basements or garages or whatever the rooms were. So yeah, they, they did a, a ton of work there. And I mean, we ended up having probably one of the best seasons ever of cycling just because everyone trained so damn well that there, it wasn't just 10 to 20 people who could win the race. There's 50, 60, hundred people in the race that were incredible so, so they were yeah. locked they were locked in their own bubble and that's all that they had to do yeah no injuries no you know all these uh, there was a lot actually ironically there was overtraining because people were actually going too much and just wiping out their central nervous system and we were destroying themselves probably close to 30 hours a week <laughs> that's what, that's the scary part uh, we were a lot lower impact 21, but two to yeah. three hours a day 
Yeah, that's a lot of hours for a couple couple bums like us, you know, just to be on the bike. Uh, that's what one of my questions was. What's the longest time you've kind of been? Um, I feel so weird using this term, but like, what's the longest amount of time you've been like in the saddle? Is that a term? <laughs> yeah, you know, like. And it could be on an indoor bike. It could be, like, on an outdoor ride, like, without really, like, getting off the bike, you know, or, like, whatever. I feel like, is it two hours? Is it ten hours? Is it, like, how long does it go for you? I mean, we have, the longest race that we have is Milan-San Remo, and that's going to be in a couple of weeks' time in Italy. Um, and that's right around 300K. So, what is that, like, 60, 186 miles altogether. All At but, one time. Know, and you're just, and you're not stopping. You're, no, you're on the bike. They, but they go so damn fast, you know, so it's yeah. actually calorically maybe not even the worst one you're in. So, but if you want to just, just time, I, I did a couple of 300 K rides, like 10 hours, you know, average speed, like oh. 18, 19 oh miles an hour, something God. like that. Um, Leading yeah, to I, the I next know. question. You know, who knows what all these things are good or bad for you. A lot of times it's like, is this necessarily good for you after hour seven? What, yeah. You know, maybe you're just digging a hole and you're going right. to suck for a couple of days. You know? What, what got you into cycling? Mm. Seriously. What got you? I mean, like it's, this thing is a speed is it, is it first. Col- yeah, speed yeah. college, or did a friend get you into it? How'd you get into cycling? No, it was a good question. I mean, especially in the burbs, in southwest burbs, Chicago, there wasn't so many buddies riding bikes. So um, my dad was a two-time Olympian in 68 and 72, and one of the first professionals to cut his teeth over in Europe. So he was one of the guys that break down the doors for North Americans to go over go over there and, you know, pretty much to see what we're doing now in the Tour de France. Um, so, you know, he was my hero growing up, and the people who would be walking into my door and guys who changed my diapers ended up being, you know, my bosses later on in life. So I was kind of like, I didn't have a choice. Dad. It was just, right, right, it, yeah. that's just the way it was going. Um, and that's really all I wanted to do. You know, and as a kid, you think you could do anything, which is a blessing and a curse as well. So, you know, it's less thinking, well, shit, if my dad could do this, it can't be that hard. Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Did he end up coaching you? To, you know, he got me as far as he could, but most of the coaching, I would say, would be more mental than anything that actually like, hey, you know, do five times this, whatever. It was more just, you know, just, you know, the simple things that you always want to teach your kids. You know, mm-hmm. it's like everyone puts their pants right, on the yeah, same, yeah, yeah. you know, be calm, confident, all, all those kind of things that, that I'm sure you're going to say the same thing to your, your kids. Hopefully. Do you? I'm a good dad. Hopefully. Does yeah. a cyclist <laughs> do you? Yeah, he's a good dad. Uh, do, as is it just riding the bike or is there a lot of weight training too or anything? Or, I mean, there's gotta be a lot of flexibility maybe included. Like what's a normal workout like other than the bike, you know, is it like a traditional athlete, like a football player, a baseball player? Is that how it works or is it different? Yeah. First, first of all, um, I'm so happy first and foremost that I'm not a cyclist anymore. I mean, the level has just gone just like in every sport, right? It has gone just apocalyptic. Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of hours, what they're doing, above and beyond what you're alluding to. Um, yeah, I, I did a decent amount of time in the weight room from right around October until January, February, more or less. Um, we're definitely early adopters of that. A lot of people are scared to put on excess muscle to have weight because it's really just an equation, how much power you can put in versus how much you weigh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's always something going on. It's a full-time job, just like any yep. any profession these days, whether you're going to the chiropractor or the physio, uh, get a massage, you know, looking at your diet and the amount of hours these guys, like we're just talking about, I mean, you're, you're pretty much in your pajamas or in, <laughs> in, oh, in Lycra yeah. or eating dinner and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And how do you get the calories in you? Like on that ride that you mentioned, that's like 10 hours. Like, what do you guys, I mean, like there's gotta be the calorie intake has yeah. gotta be wild. 
you know, yes, like carbo loading yeah. to the max, right? Yeah. No, it, it is. I mean, but again, another big change is what they're all doing with, you know, nutrition these days. I mean, yeah. We're just kind of like putting our finger up in the air and like, yeah, that looked good. We should probably eat that. And just, we're hungry to eat. We not, don't. And now these guys are just limiting the factor of how much you could possibly still be good on the bike and how little you could eat. And so you could just be right at that razor's edge of, you know, getting pneumonia and flying, you know, it's like the b- biggest compliment you can give a cyclist is like, Oh, you look sick, you know, before a big race, <laughs> right. you, must be going, you must be going good. Yeah. Yeah. I got it's it. Lighter, better on the bike probably, but your muscles still work. I don't know. It's good. Right. It's, it's crazy how you're right. People are getting bigger. Now the science, the nutrition that goes into it, the athletes are just completely different from when I played. And you know, that was probably mm. seven years ago. So yeah, not right. that long ago, right? Yeah. Right. It wasn't that long ago. Would you consider cycling an individual sport or a team sport? Uh, it's definitely, or is it both? I would say that's a great question. It is both. You know, you're, you're, um, you have to do all your own. You're responsible for yourself. But at the same time, when you're in the bus, which is the same thing as being in the locker room, you know, it's definitely a team sport. And you, ha- everyone has an objective throughout the day, whether it's, you know, lowest on the totem pole, you're trying to keep somebody safe and out of the wind and get him bottles and food whenever he needs it to the guy who's got to, you know, make the results at the end of the day, who has the true pressure on him. And everyone has pressure on him, but it's in, just in different ways. So yeah, I know it, especially in the tour de France. And I think that's what most Americans are thinking about when they're thinking about cycling is, is the tour and without a good team. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck trying to win that. I mean, you could be amazing and you can maybe get a top five, top 10, but Winning the race, it, it takes a lot from the entire team. How many people are on that team out there like that actually? So if it is a Tour de France, are there, are there six people, two people, five people? Like what's a team consist of? Uh, eight now. So eight, eight. it used to be nine. And I think even at one point in time it was ten. Um, but it really is – we don't have a salary cap, so they try to make it a little bit better because some of these teams were just so dominant that you would have nine guys and – shit, you could have had two winning teams within those nine guys. So right. it's trying to bring it down. And that's the reason they brought it down. But eight guys and then staff, I don't know, 20 to 30 staff. Yeah, that's that's um, the other part I was going to ask. Like, what's the what's the expanded team look like? You know, guys on the truck, like mechanics, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, no, Nutritionists yeah. probably and trainers. Like, So it's about 20 or 30 more people on top of that. When you're, yeah, when you're going you're everywhere from the, the directors who are driving the cars behind barking orders or trying to guide you through the race and telling you there's a corner or a crash coming up or to, you know, mechanics, like you're saying, bus drivers, truck drivers, uh, chefs. I mean, there's, it's, it's all encompassing now. You know, when yep. we had one of the first chefs on U.S. Postal with Lance back in 99, and it's hard to think again, you're saying like 20, it's only been 20 some years, but yeah. back then, if you didn't have a chef, you were at the disposal of whatever that hotel like a, was going to feed you that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Have a pop tart in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh no, sorry, we're out of pasta. Good luck, guys. You yeah. Know, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm riding 150 miles today. I want pasta. Yeah, I need, I need uh, something I need, other than yeah, this pop tart. Exactly. That's a bit, one banana isn't going to cut it. <laughs> I might need a little bit. More. A continental I breakfast. Get, the, I, the, the the frosted flakes <laughs> and the milk. <laughs> Hey, where you do yeah, the lever and all back. that stuff? Those are uh, good. Those yeah, are good. You never trust that milk, I'm just saying. No, I, I agree. I, you know, I started spinning after I got done. It actually has gotten popular within a lot of professional athletes now, especially during the uh, pandemic, which is it's a f- phenomenal um, way to work out. And I'm not shitting you. I did, I did the 50 at the Best Buddies with you guys at one time. 
And I did the 100 the next year, and I was at the start line with you and, and George, Hinkappy, and then you guys left, and you were gone. And you guys probably didn't even break a sweat. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done physically. And I'm not even shitting. I was cramping at, like, 50 miles, and I was only halfway through. How you, many times do you have to go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah, I don't even I, – I, no, because you just – you're sweating. You have, you're so dehydrated at oh, the yeah. end of it. I don't even – I got to the start uh, the finish line. They're showered. They're done. They're oh, sitting they're there back in the, having back in the beers hotel. like they didn't even – I came off the bike like I was dead. First of all, I didn't even uncleat my – I forgot that I was cleated in. And I tried to get off, and I just fell to the left. And my wife was there and my buddy and whatever looking at me, and I just looked like a complete idiot falling off the bike, still clipped into the bike. But the next year, I ran the 50. I did the 50 again. You guys did the 100. Probably 20 miles into it, you guys come flying by. The peloton (laughs) of of the professional uh, riders come flying by. We get to the uh, the rest stop. You guys pull over. We get, me and my buddy Paul, we sort of hook on you guys. Two things on this. One, my clip or my cleat was loose. So mm-hmm. I couldn't clip, no power. I couldn't clip into my pedal. Mm-hmm. George Hincappy actually pushed me for three miles after he's like 50 miles into it. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even breaking a sweat. Hey. I don't understand how you could possibly do that without even like, just there's no effort with you guys. How do you ride the bike so efficiently? And not get tired. Yeah. I honestly, it's, I think it's just muscle memory, right? You think of like, like for example, myself, when I would go and do that touch uh, football game with you guys, I felt like such a fish out of water. The last time I'd done any kind of ball sport, you know, whether it's anything, even tip, just to win. Tip loves ball, ball sports. Yeah. It's my favorite kind of sport. So, you know, it'd be like, me trying to like do free throws or just catch a catch a football, you know. The, so my yeah. I mean, the worst part of that whole entire experience ever was making eye contact with Tom Brady and knowing that he was going to pass it to me, and I was like, oh no! Yeah, he doesn't let up yeah, in that so, game either. He can, he, no, can, he's intense, he, he kind of tries like to whiz it at you, and it's like, dude, oh, yeah. I don't catch balls for a living. Don't yeah. do this. Make me look good. <laughs> it's kind of messed up. But but to to us, it's it's just you think about how many tens of thousands thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles we've done since we were teenagers all the way to now. And then it's, you don't even have to think about it. You know, I could be on the couch for a week and a half and I could still beat most people up pretty bad, but, yeah. and, and then, but it's the same thing with any kind of thing where you, you just have that muscle memory where you just jump on the bike and it, you feel one with it. And so doing a hundred miles, especially it, when we're going to high end sport, where it's pretty yeah. flat for yeah. the most part, and, you know, technically I could go and, go around the draft and be in the Peloton and, and not have to put out as much energy as you as well. Just cause I'm comfortable sitting, you know, a millimeter off the back of the back of your tire yeah. and getting that kind of draft. So there's all this nuance that you, you don't even see that makes up for so much. And um, yeah. And something like George, for example, or myself or one another ex pro going pushing you, it's okay. It's, it, it's not easy for him, but at the same time, he could have done it for a while if he yeah, wanted to. It, it yeah. kind of it kind of looked kind of easy. His VO two yeah. might have been exploding. Well, that's at that's that point. coming. I'm, I was going to ask the other thing: VO2. the team sport that you you know you're getting in the back of the peloton, and you're losing uh, with the draft. That was the happiest time of my day, right there, when I was sitting behind you guys, and you guys just pulled me the whole way. It's amazing how that works, and it breaks the you know the wind resistance down. You can just go with you know using fifty percent of the effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's times even in the tour, I mean, when the, the bunch is so compact and you have 180 guys going up, I mean, your grandma could go and sit at the back. It's not 
not that hard. Crazy. It's just like you go through a corner at your back and then you have a big whiplash effect and then you're screwed. So there's all those kind of things that when you learn that, Dan, you, you could easily do the hundred mile every year. You just got to pick a good group. That's, you know, just right at your level. That's not going to push too hard. Yep. So just pick more than one person. That's probably yeah. not going to work. Well, that's, my, a, that's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> my spinning background. So I, I did spin hard uh, going back into spring training uh, in 2007 and that's when I tore my elbow. <laughs> so I'm wondering like if that's something, Should have done something Haven't else. spun since now I'm back into it. Dan, get me back into it. I love it. Um, I did your ride about a week ago, a VO two ride, 45 minute, three minutes, like in like category F or whatever you want to call it. The fifth thing. And then like, you're, you're like, Hey, if somebody had a gun to your head for 15 minutes, this is, what, <laughs> this is as fast as you can go. Three minutes on three minutes off three times. A personal record. Pat on the back. Congrats, right? I mean, you should be hitting that. I, uh, my lung still f- doesn't feel quite right. There's a rib that's like a little bit out of place. I texted Dan. I'm like, my lungs feel bigger, and something something happened. <laughs> like, is that normal? Like, is that VO2 right? I mean, that's got to be a simple training thing that you guys do, but that works. Thir- so it doesn't sound simple. No, but the third time, the third three minute thing, I felt so much better and so much stronger. Yeah. Maybe it was just listening to you talk through it, but like, I felt great on the third one. So is that no, something that you not, train? It's actually, it's not a simple thing. It's especially to bring those kind of things into Peloton. I'm always kind of like, oh man, maybe this is a little bit too much. No, but good. I love hearing that people are giving it a shot. And then you learn so much, you know, within 45 minutes, which took me a couple of years to learn, you know, especially when we didn't have these kind of Zoom calls or yeah. a Peloton thing to do. So, um, yeah, and that's exactly what it's doing. It's, you know, you, your lungs are a muscle too, right? So you're opening up all these capillaries that are, why have you ever, you never had to go that deep. I never. Mean, think about how hard you'd have to sprint nope. down. A, you, know, no. you know, think about no. that. I had know? a jog out to the mound and that was it. <laughs> you had a jog, you had a jog in the Atlantic ocean. Yeah, I did. That, that was a slow jog. And then you got to just jump over the line. If you're superstitious, that's all. I didn't have to take the lungs. You I didn't have walk. to take the lungs expanded. That wasn't yeah. something that have, had to happen. Um, but that was, that was a hell of a ride. I mean, I'm excited to dump into like more of your stuff. His the 45 are, minutes are, in an hour. His, his rides are legit because you hard. also teach a lot on those rides. Like I'm trying to learn, like where should I be actually sitting on the bike? Like how high should I be? Like how where should my strike be? Like should I feel the same on the right foot as the left foot? I'm getting technical right now. Look Dan. at you. Like all these things are important. You were doing a lot of that though in that ride. So that 45 minutes, I was like, oh, I feel just better about how good of a cyclist i am now <laughs> even though i'm not good yet but i felt better about myself that's good so you're a good teacher in those rides you know just wanted to thank you tell you, you that know, to be honest with it when, when i first started doing this this is already back in 2014 so peloton was nothing back then mm-hmm. um I, I felt like the biggest sellout ever doing as a i was a professional the year before and now i'm doing spin classes and i was like oh my god all, all i could think of was my buddies we're the only ones watching me, you know, it was like George Hincapie and all these other guys mm-hmm. watching. And, uh, but then now, you know, fast forward to now, or even last, last couple of years, it's been so cool to hear like that Dan trained on this Peloton bike and got ready for the best buddies ride. And mm-hmm. then yeah. you're doing a VO2 ride and thinking about all this crazy things that you never in a million years thought you'd ever be talking right. about. And then hearing a lot of people going from what you just brought up before is like, I'm going to go and get a road bike now. I mean, yeah. that just blows my mind. So having that conversion of people actually going and trying something complete outside of their comfort zone is uh, really gratifying. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Well, I'm hoping this, this conversation doesn't I, cost me seven or eight grand yeah, today. It might but cost I, you seven or eight grand. Yeah, it might. We know, I mean, we know how good physically you have to be to, to compete in your sport. 
What about the mental side? I mean, you guys are flying down mountains. You're probably an inch away from a tire. Just the, like the mental strain that you have after 150 miles or whatever, competing like that, you're a second away from a wreck probably oh, the way for, the, for, for, for five hours or whatever it is. lean over the side. Are you just, just mentally drained too after the race? Yeah, um, that's a great question because there's so much auxiliary sound at all times. You know, from you, ne- there's never the tour. There's never not somebody on the side of the road. You know, everywhere from for some reason, always the <laughs> the moms are on the side of the road and they'll have their you know their buggy in front of them with their kid on the road and they don't yeah. appreciate how fast we're coming down the road. And so there's just dogs and like the wheels and out there, like the big yeah, bobs double beer. stroller. Throwing beer? Drinking beers at you? Oh, throwing beer, whatever. I mean, oh, you know, the air yeah. horns in your face, all these kind of things. So there's so much other things that are always going on. And you're just trying to stay upright at all times that, you know, someone will drop a, a fork at, at dinner and you just, you know, you're always <laughs> jumpy. Uh, but, you know, the crashes are, are a massive thing. But I think in all sports, you know, the the, the margins are getting so small that the, the mental side is, is really becoming massive. Um, where it really wasn't as big of a thing that you, you naturally just had that killer instinct when you're a kid and just, you, you came along with it as professional. Um, now, you know, there's always a little bit of self doubt in everybody, especially in an individual sport, even though you do have that team aspect to it. Um, you're out there by yourself, you know, training all the time. There's, it's easy for those small doubts and to get into your head or onto your shoulders. So yeah, a mental side is absolutely massive these days. And is there something different? Is there What's something, di- is there something different you do for training for that? Or is it uh, just, saw, it, or is it just getting out there and just going? A lot of it just getting, you know, having great support structure around you. I was, I was lucky to you know, have my dad when I was younger. Um, my wife was amazing, you know, especially living for us was, you know, I lived for 16 years in Spain. So you, you don't have those, connections that are easy to walk down the street and have coffee with mom, you know, so those kind of things were probably the most difficult. And honestly, I mean, I was like, I said, I was lucky enough to be pro for 16 years over there, but you know, if I was home, maybe it would have been longer, you know, I don't know, maybe it was short. I, I really don't know. But the, I will say that the mental side, especially for uh, Americans coming from the States and going over there and trying to live in France or Belgium or Holland and racing and, and you know, they got manure in your face and crashing and your season's over in the first race. Those are the things that it's really been hard. A lot of times you have this amazing talent that you have who lives in Colorado and his training is incredible. Then you bring him over to, to Spain and he absolutely hates it. And he right. washes out in 18 months, you know? So mm-hmm. it, that's a, it, it's a, it's a big one. And that's, you know, you think of Lance, you know, he's probably the, baddest mental baddest motherfucker ever mentally you know yeah. and you think of those are the kind of guys who who flourish yep absolutely the um you've got a guitar back there too is there other habits i was gonna ask you other sports like if you picked up you mentioned it a little bit like it's weird to go play football but is there another competitive outlet that you like we talk about this a lot right. with people where you know for me i was a baseball player like i love to go compete playing golf now because that's like my outlet right cycling was yours so like it's probably you may like to go compete on the peloton but it probably feels like work right like what is it now like what is it now yeah, that you go he, do he doesn't right? compete with anybody on the peloton I, he kicks everybody's ass i, I know a, i know but competition. Well, i was gonna actually ask him if he can finish first in some of those rides no i can't there's some people that are animals on there i did a I, I did a ride 750 output the other day somebody was 1500 i'm like there's no possible way i had another ounce left in me <laughs> and, and there's no possibility at 1500 or else they'd like 
you know, be world champion. So some okay. of the bikes are a little, sometimes, you know, they have a feel good factor in there. Nice. Uh, all right, so man. you got to tweak that thing right. in that's underneath that little capsule. That's all what right, I was well, showing you. All right. <laughs> Back what, to the what, thing, yeah, the what, sport. What, that's an important question. That, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a personal, that's a good I question like tip. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for yeah. the good question thing. What other sports? I, I, yeah, I love, I love, I'm the same. I love playing golf. I, I, I grew up all around golf courses, and I caddied. I even carried the mm-hmm. scoreboard at the Western Open when I was a kid. So, nice. um, yeah, I, I love I love golf, and I try to get out as much as I can. And ironically, I lived on two golf courses when I was professional. I never played because I was just always wiped out, and I just couldn't mm-hmm. be asked to go out there. Ain't that a um, bitch? Yeah, that's it's tough. like you got you're yeah, right there, and I, I like I swear to God, yeah. when I played, I never played golf because I didn't want to do anything. Yep. Oh God, that's so sucks. golf's the thing. Okay, so that's good. Now we got we another got, golf. Well, now we got Woodhead. Yeah, and and so we got a perfect foursome that's together. That I sounds like, like a plan. I like that. The numbers that you put out, and I've done a lot of your rides. Are you lying? This is a huge the outpoint like, for Dan and I. Honestly, I'm in, I'm probably I don't even know where I am. I'm I'm well below what you say. You're at a number where I don't even think it's physically possible to get to and do it for that long. Do you lie on what the numbers you're right? the output, whatever. No, oh, the output, yeah. He says, Oh, you should be about like four hundred right now or something like that. It's like, wait, I haven't touched four hundred and yeah, what ever. am I? I'm standing up on ninety persistence <laughs> yeah. and I'll maybe touch it. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you ever fib on your numbers? No, I, I don't. Fantastic. I, re- I really don't. And a lot of times I have to remind myself that, hey, I'm supposed to be coaching here. This is not a workout for myself. You, you got to chill out. And I feel, I've always felt that whenever I do something, I can't just mail it in in front of you guys, that I have to physically do the workout with you. And I feel like I'm being, I don't know, you know, just not real if I'm not doing the workout. I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying hard as well. So it's a, it's a fine line, though, because at the same time, like sometimes I can't think. Right. If I, going hard and try to speak and I'm breathing so hard. I'm breathing hard on the microphone. And you don't uh, want to so talk at that point. You just, no, exactly. you're right. You have to remind yourself, I need to keep on giving you guys feedback. And you know, when the, you know, the interval is supposed to end, things like yeah, that. You have to but, talk. You know, I, I go for it. But damn, my numbers from when I was a pro to now, like, I don't even understand how that was possible. You know, first of all, I was 15 pounds lighter and my numbers were, you know, 25% higher. So the equation is going the wrong way. Let's right. just say, let's put it that way. Well, you don't. Know, I mean, I was fifty pounds heavier when I played, and my numbers you're still go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we um, you know, when I'm on that like the VO2 ride though, if I'm looking at you know seven or ninety cadence and it's like sixty resistance, I feel like I am putting it out there, and I'm wondering like, does that feel like a, a stroll in the park for you? Sixty resistance. Are you at like eighty on that, or like no. in the in the seat? Are you going for it with like heavy numbers? Cause it feels heavy to me. I'm assuming it doesn't feel as heavy to you. No, I mean the, you know, if I put it into context of what, what the guys could do right now, if you're riding the tour, I mean, those guys could go like 500 Watts like that over and over. And oh over my and God. Over that's sickening. For that, for that, that amount. <laughs> and, and they look like, you know, a 17 year old, you know, they, yeah. they weigh 150 pounds and that it's, it's, it is mind blowing, but their, their engines are so tuned. My buddy used to say, it's a great, great way to uh, analogy is like, we're like an F1 car. We can do one thing incredibly well, but you mm-hmm. take an F1 car and you put it off the road, things are going to break. Right. So it. it's like that one thing is just, you know, just completely fine tuned for being as fast as you possibly can, the lightest weight. And, um, you know, we got some guys like, like George, for example, that, you know, George is six foot three, George and Cappy. Mm-hmm. So he did more of the classics, right? So he, he was a big guy, but even he got down to 
a lighter weight for the Tour de France, and he, he got up a little bit higher in the springtime for the classics to have a little bit more resistance. But there's all shapes and sizes in, in the Tour de France and in cycling in general. I'll tell you yeah. what, and you'll like this too. What Christian does, a lot of his rides besides the VO2, he actually plans out his rides like it's it's a race, and you're going up this mountain, mm. and then you're coming over the hill of, of an actual race that he is – Oh, competed in so he'll take it along oh we're on the flaps now in spain or italy or we're going uphill mm-hmm. and here's the finish line so the way he creates his rides mm-hmm. and 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 uh what is it choreograph was yeah, it choreograph, choreograph or plan I mean, out a, or whatever uh, well it's no scenic right. ride though he lays out it's not a scenic it's ride. no scenic ride he lays his out lays it out Got to it. the rides that these pros do which is really cool and i think if anybody's listening and they haven't done it they should go check oh, out I'm, his rides because they, they are really really tough too. and they're really cool do you pick the music on your by uh, yourself, or is there like a sound person that lines it up with like beats to minute and everything? Uh, Matt Wilpers is helping me out with that. So at the beginning, I always picked out all my music. So if you do some of the early rides, but then you know when Peloton blew up, they took all the music away. You know, one of the first ones was like ACDC, like no, you're, you're done. Oh, you know, really? Think of all the big artists, you know. And so, but then they've been slowly but surely buying a lot of those musics one by one. Yep. Um, so. I don't have that thing. So Matt helps me a lot with that music, but I, I, I always try to do my, and that's hard too, man. I used to right. spend hours upon hours. Cause you think if I did my own playlist, there'd be like 12 people who would really like it, you know, but yeah. I want you try to go for the, the broader good. Um, so yeah, that, that I always think, but it's funny you even said that you liked like the, the ride where I did with like a race because yeah, in my I, mind, I like it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is so hokey, you know. My head. No, I think it's hokey to you because you've got it. Makes it go faster. None of us have none of us have done that, so it feels like so real for us. And I like it when you when you guys talk. Like I like it when we're like talking through it, and you're not necessarily like super motivating. Yeah, we don't don't need the rah rah. We don't need the rah rah. I'd rather tell the story, right? Like, and if you're telling the story there, that's great. And then having the good music to go with it. And I mean, Dan. During our heavy, heavy month that we just went through, <laughs> oh, the, we did the it. heaviest month of my life. Yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It will never happen um, again. What, what, were the, what were the numbers altogether? How many miles or how many hours? Let's say how many hours did you actually do? I want to say I did hours. two to three hours a day for what 28 days. So, yeah, you know, probably. And, and I was probably two hours a day. You know, so 11. I did 11. 1,125 miles. Yeah, that was nine twenty. It's probably right? half of the Tour de France, which. <laughs> how the hell do you do part. that in like 22 23 days yeah. that doesn't make sense yeah. what's the worst well, race going 500 output what's the hardest race like <laughs> if you're like the one that's coming up and you're like god damn it i gotta do this again mm-hmm. you know there, there's a couple smaller races that no one's ever heard of um there's a there's a race called a tour of bass country um perry nice i'm going to be calling for nbc on starting on sunday all the way through the next sunday is another hellacious race it's kind of like the mini tour de france um but with the tour and what I was talking about earlier with everything that goes with the tour, the, you know, with the journalists, the amount of people, the helicopters flying that, that underlying stress. And of the course, Super Bowl. it's the Super Bowl of your sport. What's in it? It's yeah, just, easily. yeah. Right. Easily. There's a different, yeah. different atmosphere around there. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we were big. Uh, we did mo- probably most of our rides with Kendall, right? Is that accurate? A, a, lot, a lot of uh, Emma Lovewell. You know, is there a sleeper a instructor? I like a Jess lot of Jess King. King. You Jess did a King. lot of Jess, Jess King, King towards King. the Jess end. Jess King's good. Are we are we missing somebody that we should? Is there a sleeper instructor out there that would like really put it to us other than you? Because your rides are going to be. I'm excited to kind of pick through yours, but is there somebody that's like this person gets after it? 
Yeah, Dennis is great. Uh, Matt yeah. Wilpers is Dennis a good buddy of mine. Yeah, gotcha. uh, Alex Toussaint, I like a lot. I love his music. Um, uh, but yeah, Matt Wilpers, as far as like what you guys are starting to get into, like the power zone training and knowing your body and really having a good outcome and get better, those are the kind of things. Um, if you just want to be entertained, yeah, some of those other ones are, are great. Look, all the, all the instructors are incredible. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're there. Yeah. Um, but as far as what, if you were truly want to train for your, both of your type A mentalities, you probably would want to go and try to do some of that as a little bit more structured to it. I yeah. just, I just want to train for a better body. That's, That's really, all we're it's, it has to nothing do. to do there's with nothing, my mentality. There's it's nothing just that feels tra- better. It, it's all you, surface level. <laughs> when you get off of that bike and that thing is absolutely puddled underneath it, it's not even a puddle anymore. Like mine, leaks off the mat and then I put a piece of plywood underneath off the plywood onto a carpet because it's just a flowing river. I feel so great. And like, I'm, I'm like slowing down, like I'm through the cool down and everything and I'm sitting up in the bike and like the water is pouring off of my elbows. Like it's just a faucet that's on. So it does make you feel good. It gets like something you have, going. You have, you have a fan on you at least? Like a big oh, no, absolutely not. I want to be in there. I want no wind. <laughs> Put a heater just, on just me. Stupid. Yeah. No, just, you don't turn a fan off. Oh god, yeah. I have, like, I have an air conditioner behind yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll put the fan in. We actually video chat half the time. And I was beating Dan the other day and I video chatted him and he declined it for the first <laughs> time. Because I knew he was trying to chase me down. Yeah. So no. we need to get hopefully when when COVID comes back, we gotta get in studio. Yeah. You know. Come up, we'll play some golf. We'll hey, play golf and then we come to you and we do in studio with you or, front row. Uh, actually, I just <laughs> let's let have him take us on a bike ride and just like leave us in the oh, middle no, of the mountains and just try fun. and get out of there. That sounds terrible. Actually, I hate that. Do Do you drink Gatorade on the course? Mm. No. Okay. Well, well, the, well the, okay. The, the, you're, you're putting me into something here. No. no well, well, what's sorry. your favorite Gatorade color? Because that's kind of our the last thing that we ask our guests. It's our favorite. The recurring, original. It's our favorite. You can't, you recurring can't go question. G two. You can't do G zero if uh, there is one. You can't do purple. No, just lemon lime, man. Yes. I don't want to have a you know, cyclist. Red, red I, red I, red I thought you were better than yeah. that. So that's that's what the cyclists like to drink, like me and you. That's yeah. uh, that's how we do it. <laughs> so. What challenge should we, should we do? A challenge next? Is there another challenge that's better? This is my last question. We asked the Gary question. Yeah, that's Good. fine. Can... Is there a challenge that we should do outside of like we just did a pure miles challenge? If yeah. you were to say, guys. Take a month, or take take ten days, or take a week, whatever it is. Say a month. I'm going. I'm I'm training with Wilpers then on those power zones. Sure. That's, well, what should we? What's a good bet? Is it is it doing like a? Uh, is it trying to, you know, hit an output number? Is it trying to do a uh, power zone training thing? What do you think? What's a good yeah. bet for us? Um, I think it should be like cumulative numbers. You know, so like, you know, your output numbers added up for whatever. I mean. I think the month is, is that's a long stretch. You know, you okay. have to be dedicated to that one. Well, beach season's um, so what, coming up. So, so what so. if we took a, hey, you can declare 10 rides. They got to be this length. They got to be by the same rides. We could do the same and 10. Then you can do the yeah. same 10, and then you add that up. Yeah, but you guys, what's the the weight difference between you guys right We're not now? talking about a weight difference, Christian. I want to make it fair for both of you guys. If, so. it, well, if it's an advantage for me, then I don't want to talk about it. I'm 230. I'm two fifty five. Yep, two fifty four. So his output okay. will be a little higher, right? It's not, it's not too crazy difference. Okay, um, so we're on the same level. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's, it's you're definitely skewed towards you, Dan. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't even take. Perfect. I wouldn't take a handicap. No right. shot. So I'm not <laughs> saying yeah. nothing. No, we're dead even. I'll go head to head, head to head for like let's say ten days and see what the the you know cumulative number is for that ten days, and that'd be awesome. Okay. 
doing okay, it. We're not doing. We're not doing it now. We just got over we a just, Peloton. I literally mountain. just got out of we the don't ice want to cold talk about, Atlantic yeah, Ocean. We, we don't want to talk. You just got out of thirty-seven degree weather. Let's yeah. let, let the dust settle and we'll That's figure true. it out. Or, this will be the last time we wear like, matching outfits, too. By the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, or just just make it that you're you're going to build up on uh, and on whatever March twenty fifth or April whatever winner take all. You got one ride. One ride. That's a good idea. And we're going to go head to head, and whoever is on the top of leaderboard. That's it. It'll That's be kind of like idea. the tour to past our prime. I like this. There you go. <laughs> Maybe we can get you a yeah, ride. Actually, that I, I forget about what I said earlier. That's what you got to do. You just That's have to it. do one ride. Just go train, train the shit out of it, and then go after it in like a month. <laughs> like so, it could be. We'll do it on tax day, April fifteenth. No, no, I'm not. No, it, let's let the dust dust settle a little bit. <laughs> I'm too we competitive. Just, I'm too competitive no, for this. I want to get going. Beat. You just got beat. You I did. End, you beat me I fair square. I want to. I want to. I want to. Savor this Peloton okay. victory, and then we will come back to it. And I agree with Christian. I think we do the one thing. Okay. But let's set a date, and we'll we'll publicize it correctly. Okay. Not I rush like it. it. We don't want to rush it. You could maybe announce it. That's not a bad idea. We could uh, zoom I'll, him in. I'll do the ride with you. Oh, that's a better idea. He's going to win. We're no, both going to lose. Fine. That's fine. Second place is the first loser. <laughs> Hey, we appreciate you coming on. This is awesome because this is like star. I have a little stardom because like I've been riding the, the bike so much. It's all I've done for a month and a half. So all right. hey, you're taking over it. Brady's spot, Christian. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, here oh, we yeah. go. Oh hey, oh, hopefully we'll have an event again, Dan. Hopefully we'll be seeing in June. I mean, I, I maybe it might be a little bit too early, but I, I mean, hope I'm fingers crossed. I'll be seeing you up in Boston. Hope so. We if get not, one of those we... jackets too. This jacket is sharp. One of these you're not gonna, We're in the apparel industry, you, so this you're is You're not like going to fit into that jacket, though. Well, it's, yeah, that, that won't, well, I will. <laughs> it just won't look like that. <laughs> it was stretched out like a balloon. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming yeah, on, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. Talk yeah, to you soon. See you, man. Bye now. Right, take care. See yeah. ya. Fast Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.